from ABC7, this is Game Time with Coach McVay. The Los Angeles Rams look to sweep another NFC West foe after beating the Seahawks twice. The Rams are going for a second win against the Cardinals. Hi everyone, this is Kurt Sandoval with ABC7 Los Angeles. We're going one-on-one with Rams head coach Sean McVay talking about the biggest takeaways from that dramatic one-point come-from-behind win against Seattle and getting running back Kyron Williams healthy again to go for another big game against the Cardinals. You'll also want to check out the video version of my interviews with Rams coaches Saturday nights at 11.45 Pacific Time on ABC7 Los Angeles and on our streaming channel. Welcome to Game Time with Coach McVay. Always, you've always said it's always uh, better to make changes after a good win. Yep. What was your big takeaway from this win? Well, I, I just thought it was good to see guys stay in the fight. You know, really, we talked about being able to create our own energy, um, to be able to compete hard, to respond, you know, to adversity, and then ultimately to be able to finish a game. And I thought all three of those things were reflected, Kurt. And defensively, I thought we played pretty good throughout the game. You know, they scored on their first drive, but then I thought we had some really good red area stops, got a bunch of third down stops, particularly in the second half. And then I thought offensively, a little bit difficult to get into a rhythm, had a chance to be able to get a touchdown on the second drive, Um, ended up being able to get a touchdown right before the half that gave us a little bit of momentum. And then I thought ultimately our guys played their best in that fourth quarter, be able to put two scoring drives together when we had to have it. Interesting you say about the rhythm. Michael Fleur, your (laughs) offensive coordinator, said a similar thing. He said, Thursday's practice, we couldn't get into a rhythm. Mm -hmm. And it was like that happened in the game. And that enabled them, he thought, to come out of it a little bit is I think so I mean I I do believe that in a lot of instances the practice performance uh, ultimately can sometimes equal game reality and I thought in some good ways we were able to work through some problems Um, didn't execute at the level that I think our guys are capable of on a consistent basis but football is an imperfect game and so how you play from first quarter all the way through the fourth and ultimately how you finish is the most important thing and I was proud of our guys for doing that I think a lot of Ram fans held their collective breath when Cooper Cup went out and we saw him walking on the sidelines you mentioned you almost thought he could come back in how is he looking now a week later he's looking good you know I think he's going to be good to go I I, you know you feel for Cooper because he's trying to do everything in his power to be available for his teammates Um, nobody works as hard as he does and um, you know just to be able to have some of the different adversities that he's had to navigate through this year um, has been a challenge and he gets kind of rolled up on on uh, on a big positive run that Royce ends up having down the left sideline but um, I thought Austin Trammell did a nice job stepping in and filling that void. One of the plays, uh, first pass to Puka Nakua goes for a touchdown. Yeah. What'd you like here? I just thought it was a great physical route. You know, him and, uh, you know, in the single receiver side end up being just one on one, big physical catch um, right on the goal line. And you can just see great job getting parallel, um, just kind of pirouetting over his inside shoulder. And, and that is a big time throw and catch could see his energy. He is a physical, violent player. Steve Avila is pumped up, but I thought it was a great throw by Matthew. But ultimately, it ends up the spike is not bad either by the big fella. <laughs> I did not see that. I would have been able to get get on him pretty good for that. But you know, great job by Matthew. Um, you know, being able to stay in rhythm, deliver an accurate ball versus a tight contested situation, and this was big time. I'll tell you, we've talked a lot in this show about Matthew Stafford. And I, I'm old enough to remember him at Georgia, and I yeah. was a fan then. But seeing him day in and day out and what he overcomes, and as much as anything, quite frankly, I'm always a big fan of humility. Mm-hmm. And But even on that play, he looks left, 
he knows he's going right. You just even in the NFL sometimes you don't see that, but to take that shot that he took and it does. It seems to light a fire yeah. in him. It he played better after that and and he did uh you know that was a big time play. I thought he was really sharp on that drive leading up to that last touchdown pass to Puka, but he he did a great job and I think that's been a, a you know a certain trait and characteristic that he's always had you know throughout the course of his career he's resilient he's mentally and physically tough and there's a reason why he's got more come from behind wins than anybody else you know since they've been measuring it since he's been playing yeah somebody gave me that stat and and you know that's that's kind of uh that's going to be one of his legacies no doubt about it you know it's interesting because after the game several players in the locker room talked about when we saw him take that shot and how much it ticked him off yeah and how much he came back what do you see from your own players in that win? The same thing. You know, I think a sense of urgency. I think, you know, he he always responds the right way to, to tough moments. And that was a tough situation. It was a good play by Woolen to be able to make that interception and in, in obviously a physically tough shot that he endured. But um, he, he just kind of, he, he's like a great fighter. He just pops back up and, and, and keeps going. And um, you're going to have to do everything in your power to keep him out of that fight. And, uh, you know, he did a great job leading the way for our team. Well, last time you saw the Arizona Cardinals, Kyron Williams ran like a, a, a man on a mission. And it sounds like he's going to be back. He's going to be back. Yeah, so that that's a big deal for us. We've missed Kyron over the last month. I think some guys have done a nice job being able to step up in his absence. But um, to get him back, especially with some of the positive momentum that he had established, particularly in this game, um, that's really big for our football team. You said something this week in talking to the media that you thought he was ready to explode on walkthrough. Yeah. Um, do you have to at all hold the reins back on him or when it's – Sunday is just let him loose. I think you just got to remind him just to play within himself. You know, he gets so amped up in a good way. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I, you know, I think that the good thing is, is you feel a lot of confidence in Royce and some of the things that he's done over the last handful of weeks to be yep. able to supplement Kyron. Um, but we want to be able to see, you know, him go do his thing. And I think he's put himself in a position to be ready to do that. Can I follow up on that? Yeah. Royce Freeman just ran like a, 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 the big man that he is. Yes, he did. Uh, and, and that, it was a numbers game that you, then you put Daryl on the practice squad. Can you speak to those two and what they've helped you in the depth department? They've done a good job. You know, I've been really pleased with both of them. I think Ron Gould's leadership uh, has really been on display, being able to just get a bunch of different guys ready to go. But um, Royce, big physical presence. I thought in those last two drives, you know, he made his presence felt, yeah. being able to level some runs off. Thought we were getting good removal at the point of attack. But his ability to be able to contribute as a running back and also on special teams is a valuable trade. And then we'll continue to work with Zach Evans. And, and then it's great to be able to get Daryl back on the practice. That as a as a reporter as a fan that was a fun game for me to watch. I could feel the momentum change. Take me back, you in the sidelines and your coaching staff. What was that like in the second? I half? thought our team stayed together, you know, and I thought the defense really did a great job of of keeping the team in the game. And then ultimately the offense came to life when they had to. I thought there was some positive contributions from our special teams, but I thought they stayed steady, and I thought that was the most important thing. But you could feel they were able to create that momentum for themselves. You know, they were able to respond to the adverse moments that we did have, and then ultimately they were able to figure out how to finish the game. And I thought uh, you could kind of just feel a nice steadiness, but an increased level. Of urgency to know, all right, hey, we, we got to be able to turn it on right now. And um, I thought that was uh, the key and critical factor for the game. We'll be right back. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now more of Game Time with Coach McVay. Sean, before we look ahead to Arizona, Darren Kendrick really played sensational. He did a great job. You know, and this is this is a, a big time play. Had to get the ball back right here. He's got an isolation route against uh, you know one of the better players in this league and stays in good position, ends up being able to get his eyes back, play it true, and then to be able to finish the play was a big deal for us. But this this is a great look at it. You know, just great technique using the sidelines to his advantage, uh, being able to get his eyes back and then be able to go up and high point the football. That was a big-time play. He made a lot of plays throughout the game. I love the response. It's a good job being able to get a rush. You know, Aaron forces this ball to come out where Locke's got to be able to kind of get it up and down immediately. Um, Only thing we want to avoid is the penalty that we got for somebody running onto the sidelines that shouldn't have been uh, where we could have got a little bit better field position. But this was awesome for DK. Our DK. Your DK. Mm -hmm. And and – JJ comes and makes sure, hey, hey, you know, it's an emotional game, yeah, oh yeah. but I thought that was a veteran move. It there. was. You know, John Johnson played a lot of snaps, did a lot of really good things. Um, it was great to be able to have him on the grass as much as he was, and um, he is a veteran. He understands. Let's not give ourselves uh, any chance to get an unnecessary penalty. Get his, get him out of there and uh, get back to the sideline. Celebrate with your guys. Well, speaking of your defense, Ernest Jones, uh, when he's healthy, is I think is as good as he gets. He leads you guys in tackles. I every time I see him, I'm like, dude is just yoked. Just yeah. put on so much great size. Going into this Arizona game against a good running quarterback, what's Ernest giving you guys right now? Well, the leadership, I think there's a play energy that ends up um, translating to the other 10 guys around him. He's got great communication. He wears the green dot for us. Um, and so he, he's just got that magnetism that I've talked about that is, you know, you bring people with you. And I think that's what the great leaders do. He's, he's feeling good. You know, his knee was bothering him a little bit earlier in the season. I thought he looked healthy. He looked like he had a good bounce in his step. He's obviously a great player at the point of contact but you know Kyler is a great challenge very similar to what Dobbs presented when we yeah. played him the first time but Kyler's got legitimate juice we've got to do a great job as a whole of being able to make sure that you're aware of being able to keep contain on him his ability to be able to extend plays is as good as it gets and um, and he's got some real skill where those guys have done a good job coming to life around him and you know they didn't have Connor the last time we played him and, and he's an excellent back that we have tremendous respect for it's it's fascinating to me that in just six weeks Joshua Dobbs is now playing for Kevin yeah. and, and doing a really good job really good up job. there. He is. Um, but Kyler Murray's Kyler Murray, and he was the number one pick. What's fascinating to me, quite frankly, is 10 months ago, he yeah. has complete ACL replacement surgery. When you look at the film, is he hesitant at all? No, he's not. You know, against Atlanta and against Houston, he looked really good. He's the explosive playmaker that can put pressure on you on every single snap. Um, he can make all the different throws. Uh, they can legitimately activate him as a runner uh, to be able to change the math in their favor. And then, you know, you can see he gets through progressions. He knows where to go with the football. And, and I think he's played really well, and, and he's added a spark to their offense. Yeah. And you can see there's a there's a belief around him that um, is uh, is a challenge for us. 
Aaron uh, Donald is always a man that you said, hey, it doesn't always show up in the stats. But when you guys won in Arizona last year and we were looking at the tape again, I thought Aaron's play was exceptional. And Aaron even talked about it this week. You, you have to make sure you get to him so the defensive backs like your DK don't have to cover a guy. That's right. You know, cause, because he can extend plays and – you know, it's too difficult to be able to hold up that long in coverage um, when guys can kind of work off schedule and he's able to buy time. And so that's why you have to be so disciplined. Aaron does a great job of being able to lead the way. And then we got some young guys that will follow his lead. And uh, I thought last week was a great reflection of, you know, being able to rush as one, play 11 as one, particularly in defensive pass coverage. And, and we want to see that again this week. What other elements do you see that's different? It was only five weeks, six weeks, if you count this week, that you last played them. And and also the 1A to that is what is the challenge when you play a division team twice? You know, I think it's playing good football in that window you're allotted and then making sure that you're aware of some of the different things that, you know, they've done. I think Jonathan Gannon and his staff do an excellent job of, of having an identity, but also having some agility on a week to week basis. And I think um, you've really seen that. Um, I think they do a great job on, you know, all three phases of being able to mix up uh, their schemes, put guys in favorable positions. And then they've got some guys that are healthy that weren't necessarily available the last time we played them that always poses some challenges. But we're a little bit healthier as well. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I think it was two weeks ago uh, going into the Packer game that I think is relevant this week that Matthew Stafford said is when you guys see teams on tape and you see what you're doing and you're scheming, and he said, you know, people have so much respect for you that all of a sudden you, when you go to the game, you're not seeing what you saw on tape. I think it's more for him, you know, and, okay. and I really believe that. And he's just he's he's got such great humility and he's so modest. But I think people know that this guy is a veteran quarterback. He's seen so many looks. He can process post snap so well. If you give him an opportunity to diagnose it pre-snap, now you're really putting yourself in, in some tough you know positions defensively. And so. I think that's a credit to Matthew more than anything else. And, um, you know, I know defensive coaches would say that, you know, because of the respect that they have for him. It, it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's, it's about Matthew. In the time you have been here, how has the game evolved? It's evolved so much. I mean, it, there, it's a week-to-week thing. It's a year-to-year thing. I think you look at the landscape of the league, it's very cyclical. You know, things go in cycles, but you also have to understand, all right, what is the philosophy of the opposing team? How do they want to be able to play you? Where do they dictate and determine, all right, these are the things that we're not going to give them. And that's what the good offenses or good defenses do is if you commit to one thing, that opens up opportunities to be able to make people pay otherwise. And yeah. so, um, or elsewhere, I should say. But that's the biggest thing is you want to be a complete team. You want to have the ability to be able to win the games uh, offensively, running the football or throwing the football in a variety of different ways. Um, and if you can do that, you can feel like you can change the math in your favor but you know easier said than done yeah but the math is still there for you guys right i mean you guys are very much still hey get into this thing right yeah and whether you're changing the math you know as it relates to just trying to be able to play 11 on 11 or you're talking about oh we're live i mean and and that's the thing and i think the only way that you stay in that fight is you just take it one game at a time and you continue to handle your business the guys did that coming off the bye and we know it's going to be a great challenge but that's all our focus and concentration is on and you 
you can't play the games for the other teams, but mm-hmm. um, we're in a position that if we continue to just handle our business, let's continue to take steps in the right direction. Let's continue to see that upward trajectory and continue to develop these guys. Um, then there's going to be uh, a good story to tell, I believe. Yeah, it's a good place to be in the third week in November. And speaking of, uh, we're taping on Thanksgiving weekend. What are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful for my family, um, you know, my my friends, you know, the opportunity to be able to work with so many people that I love, a healthy baby boy. And so, you know, when you sit back and you really just think about it, and I, I feel so blessed, and I think it's always about, you know, you want to be able to have a purpose that's about, you know, making other people's situations better, whether that's your family, your friends, the people that I'm fortunate enough to come in contact with uh, every single day. Um, that's what I'm thankful for. Well, we're, how about you? Thank you. Well, I appreciate you being the report. Same. I have a son and a daughter that I just love dearly yeah. and trying to make a difference in their life. But really, I'm thankful for the job. And, and I really mean this. I, I tell, you know, Jory and, and the other people here, getting to talk to you for 30 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes every week, it's awesome. It, it, it goes beyond the paycheck. So, Well, I always enjoy it. Appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you, Sean. Appreciate it. Thanks for watching Game Time with Coach McVeigh. His interview looks much better with video. You can see that on Game Time with Coach McVeigh, Saturday nights at 11.45 Pacific on ABC7 Los Angeles and on our streaming channel.